When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 107.1, a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 107.1 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts, Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Good morning and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk with one and live streaming on our app. I'm Jason with Lex and Holly. Coming up in just a little bit, the Monday edition of Am I the Butthole? Then the Dirt Alert. With Holly Roberts, she's definitely not a butthole. And then we have a special guest coming up at 8.30 and a fun announcement. Sure do. It's fun, fun, fun. Mm-hmm. Fine, I'll just tell you. On Wednesdays now, the three of us will be totally naked doing the show. Whoa, oh, sorry, I just, Wait a I just second. I would, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't want to wait. I, I just wanted to tell I didn't get that memo. Oh. It's Waxing Wednesday. We're just going to... You didn't get the memo? I, I didn't know it would be naked all the time. I, uh, waxing Wednesday is one thing, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh. Holly, you naked it, in the studio. You, you approved it, too. You're like, let's be naked on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, uh, we don't have the budget to make this show in, in living color, but we no. got the budget for specialty towels. That's right. Okay. Extra absorbent. Fabulous. Extra absorbent, Lex. For your pleasure. Ooh. That's all coming up. <laughs> But let's start with this. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? You decide. Okay, here we go. I must admit, I picked this one because, well, kind of have personal experience with this, but I'm very curious to see how people are going to come down. Here's the headline. Am I the asshat for asking a couple to stop changing their baby's diaper in the middle of a plane? Uh. Here we go. I'm a 28-year-old female. I was on a flight for several hours today. Seated behind me was a a couple with a baby. I'm a really nauseous flyer, so I took Dramamine ahead of time and did my best to get some sleep during the flight. This didn't happen because the baby's crying, but oh well, that didn't bother me at all. I know flights are scary and stressful for infants, and I felt bad for the parents. And there was nothing anyone could do about that. What got to me, though, was the couple changing their baby's extremely stinky number two diaper right in the middle of their seats 
using the mom's uh, food tray, seat tray as the changing table. We were at the back of the plane, (laughs) right by the bathrooms, which I confirmed had a baby changing table. Yep, they do. When I had to go back there to throw up after the smell hit me, I didn't say anything the first time. But the second time they changed the diaper, I heard them go into the diaper bag a couple hours later, and I asked if they could please use the plane bathroom instead of exposing everyone on the plane to that smell. The mom went completely off on me and said I had no idea how stressful it is to travel with an infant, which I know is true. I don't have kids, but I know that's true. The flight attendant at the back of the plane agreed with me and asked them to only use the bathroom to change their baby. Plus, a few minutes later, the pilot made an announcement that all diaper changing needed to be done in the bathrooms, after which both parents looked extremely annoyed. Am I the asshat for asking them to change their baby in the bathroom and not on the tray table? 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Pick up that rotary phone. Tweet us. Email us. Send your Harry Potter owl to the Hubbard Studios. <laughs> Oh, a little headwig action. Conversation. Alexis, you have a child. I do. Speak to me. Yeah, no, you're not the asshat for asking them to change them where you're supposed to be changing your baby. Um, there's plenty of time to go back there. And actually, it's very nice. It, it's a it's a table that goes, it folds down over the, the toilet. So there's actually ample space in there. You Even oh. though you think of the, the bathrooms as really small, but there's a, there's definitely plenty of room. The other thing, it's just much easier. You, you have a sink there. You have extra paper towels. You have other things that you might need to have someone. You know, this is feces we're talking about. This is bacteria. And so many things could go uh-huh. wrong when you're changing. And those flimsy tray tables that fold down so this person is in this like in the row right it's like a threesome right yes ma'am and you're on one end and and, yeah no you know she was speaking for the whole uh plane and i'm really glad that the professionals or you know the flight attendants and the the pilot got involved you just don't do that that just ain't right no not the ass hat at all surprised she didn't ask the first time i'm sorry alex i mean no that's fine Holly? Holly D? Absolutely 100% certified, not the ass hat. It's disgusting. That is wretched. On the tray table. Man, I hope. Oh. (laughs) And then having to smell it. Then, Jason, when you were telling the story, ooh, scary. Because the possibility of this escalating and those people flinging that dirty mm, diaper right in your face. I know. Sorry, I took it to 11 in my head. And I was just scary to confront them in the first place because somebody who's making that choice clearly perhaps is not making the best of choices, perhaps in other parts of their life. Yeah, good point. And then what? What what were they going to do with the dirty diaper after? You have to get up and dispose of it anyway, right? Were they just going to put it in the pocket in front of them oh. and wait for the bag to come around? Oh, gross. Like, what? what is the plan with the diaper oh. off the baby? Lex, oh. Um. again, I... <laughs> what did I... You I, picked I, this one, okay? <laughs> you, all, this is your you know what? It all makes sense now. Jason, I have to say, pulling back the curtain, is this why you apologized? On yes. our text thread, thank you. Yes. Okay. 
Oh, also because no, he was doing it too. I, I was doing it too. But yeah, yeah that's but how yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. yeah, thank you, Lex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you need a wet wipe? Is that what you have? I need a wet wipe for that's, my mind after. That's yeah. why I have like. What's going on? Yeah. Are you okay? Do we, do you... Yeah. I need a soul I... douche. Yes. Oh, yes. God. <laughs> I just, like, okay, so Jason, your turn. Yes, ma'am. Who's the, who's the. This uh... has happened to you, hasn't it? Thank you. Uh, Lex knows. This is yeah. PH, pre Holly. But it was in the aisle, though, right? What? No, it was on the tray table. Oh, it was on the tray it, table. She was oh. on the aisle, so oh. I could see. No, Holly. Yeah, uh, hand Oprah. I really, Oof. I did not make up the story for the sake of the radio show. Hand Oprah, swear on every body part of mine. I was on a flight by myself. Colin had to fly in later, and this is the same flight where the man next to me ate three full size boxes of Cheez Its in that flight. Dang. And we weren't flying to Europe, girl. We were flying to Orlando. Um, <laughs> Carbo loading? So I had that to my right. And then behind me, like three rows, was a woman changing her diaper on the tray table to the point where, and I had not flown this airline before, This the, 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 in the pre-flight announcement was quite different than I had experienced on, like, say, Delta because the flight attendant in her list in her list of stuff that you should and shouldn't do, she added, you know, please do not change your baby's diaper on the tray tables. And I thought, girl, we are in for it. If they have to add that to the pre-flight, if they had, this is going to be an interesting flight if they feel the need. And two seconds later, I smelled it and I turned around and there, there I saw the baby's legs sticking oh. up from the aisle. Oh, that poor baby's so embarrassed too. I bet. It's like, can you imagine? It's like, mom, just take me into the 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 bathroom. Mm-hmm. The dignity. And yes, the desitin. Also, it's just so. <laughs> That's a butt cream, Jace. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, for the rash. It's just so disrespectful. Oh. Yes. To everyone around you, but it doesn't surprise me. I mean, again, I, I. I I say this quite often. So many of these problems like this boil down to people have no social awareness Ugh. or they don't care. But they have no awareness of the fact that, oh, my God, I'm changing my baby's diaper and it's going to affect rows 27 through 37. Or maybe even more. Oof. But yeah, but uh, Holly, you were on the phone. Yeah. I said I, I knew I was in trouble when flight attendant Rita on this flight of mine had to add to her pre-scripted, you know, please buckle your seatbelt and do this. She added, please do not change baby's diapers on tray tables. Oh, that we Uh have to be reminded and specifically told that. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I am just going to, mm, Alexis, the next time that I get on an airplane, I'm going to ask you if you can craft me a giant human-sized antibacterial wet wipe that I can wear as fashion <laughs> because now I just don't want to touch anything. Now I know things get cleaned. Yeah. But at the same time... You never know. Poo-poo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Add fecal material to this. Um, 
which you already should be concerned about that. Oh yeah, that's true. But, but now, I mean, just change them. Oh, crass. oh my gosh. Oh. Okay, here's another um, point that Sarah made, and she emailed the show. She says, "Hey, tolerating the crying uh, and didn't say anything. That's that's great. Not the ass hat, but the pilot and the flight attendants for making an announcement." That would just embarrass him. Them. That's not necessary, and that's ass hattery. Is how do you guys feel about that by making um, an announcement over the whole plane? Well, here's how I feel about that. Uh, if they've been told a couple times, then you know what? You uh, lose your privileges to not be embarrassed. If you've been told. By the flight attendant, you've been told by the your fellow passenger, and you're still not listening. Then I'm sorry, things escalate. Then oh, you, yeah. then you, then you can't be sad that you're embarrassed. Yeah. by an announcement. Totally, one hundred percent. Only if it's like a three strikes you're out thing. Yeah, they are right that it would be a little. That's uh, that's adding fuel to the fire. If it was the first uh, warning to them. Yeah. But if they're told repeatedly and they're still not listening, the captain needs to step in. It's not even if the captain needs to step in. Well, it sounds like at least the way, you know, I don't have it like in front of me, but hearing what you said, that the, the first time nobody said anything, but the second time is when she asked and then they did the announcement. Yes. But. Either here, yeah, n- neither here nor there, but I just, uh, that that's a good point. Yeah. So that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And oh. oddly and... too real. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you've been there. I've oh. been there. Nutrisource, a family like no other. Hi, everyone. It's Jace for Nutrisource, the official dog food of Dexter and Mr. Big. Well, back by popular demand. I love this. This is proof that they listen to you. Uh, Nutrisource listens to their customers. Back by popular demand. Listen to this. Nutrisource select dog cans are back. Wet recipes your dogs love. Flavors like prairie, woodlands, high plains, heartland, and seafood. I know Mr. Big loves the seafood. Loves it. Plus, also backed by high demand, Nutrisource jerky strips and pure Vita jerky strips. If you don't know, Pure Vita is a brand that means limited ingredients, the best ingredients. So there we go. Back by popular demand, you can find these items wherever you find Nutrisource. And you can find Nutrisource at independent retailers all over the place. You can see a list right now at NutrisourcePetFoods.com. NutrisourcePetFoods.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
just like that. We're back. Hi, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's get caught up with the giant pop culture stories of the day. Holly has them all in a little basket that she has lined with beautiful linens called the Dirt Alert. Right, Holly? Well, I don't know if beautiful linens uh, would be concerned with this Kelly Clarkson show oh, drama. Oh, my God. I'm so glad we're talking about what this. What is going on? So, a new Rolling Stone expose alleges that the -the behind-the-scenes tenor at the Kelly Clarkson show is extremely toxic. (sighs) And employees are talking about it. Uh, There's a new report from Rolling Stone. 11 current and former employees are anonymously talking and complaining about being overworked and underpaid at Kelly Clarkson's talk show. They said they were working under a toxic environment and that this toxic environment was, quote, traumatizing to their mental health. This report also says, uh, by the way, that Kelly Clarkson herself, she's fantastic, but a number of the producers on the show have made their lives, quote, hell. Mm. This absolutely happens. And this is absolutely probably happening. There's been a couple instances. Well, you had the Allen situation. Yeah. But I, I don't want to go too inside baseball because I don't want to dominate the entire Durler with this. But I will just say I was privy to the end of this when I was doing a, a project at Harpo in my junior year of college. Um, if you look at TV Guide, just Google Oprah Deborah DeMeo TV Guide. There was a legendary case where Oprah's longtime executive producer, her name was Deborah DeMeo. She was the one that brought Oprah from Baltimore to Chicago. Deborah was extremely toxic. And at the conclusion of the 93-94 season of Oprah, every single producer, every, it was unanimous, walked up to Oprah with a folder full of resignations and said, either Debbie goes or we go. Wow. Wow. And Oprah had to let Deborah DeMeo go. And it was for this very reason. She created a horrible, she created a toxic environment before we knew what that was in the 90s. Uh, yeah, no, interesting, yeah. interesting enough, you bring up that story, Jason. But now, knowing that story about the Oprah show, there definitely was a change in tone of that show. Uh, uh, just yes. a, a clear marker between what was happening under that regime versus the Oprah Winfrey show and Oprah moving forward from that point. Yep. So uh, this will probably happen here too. Kelly Clarkson, she, I believe that she's she's going to make this right. And I think she maybe will. going to New York and doing that whole change, you can just really freshen it up. And now that she's aware, she'll do right by everyone. I, yep. You got to believe that, right? I do. I think Kelly's a great person. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's possible for the two things to be true. Yeah. That this is happening. Yep. And that she's not fully aware because Oprah wasn't fully aware. No, there's so much going on. There's so much going on. And sometimes they're afraid to tell Kelly. I mean, these are 20, yeah. 20 early 30 year old people that want this gig and they're Starting working on the Kelly. Yes. And they're afraid, not because of anything Kelly does, but they're afraid to do anything to upset the apple cart. And a lot of them are afraid, wouldn't go up. To, it's Kelly Clarkson, even yeah. though they work on the show, to go up to Kelly and be like, um, your executive producer is really mean. No, 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 no. There's yeah. a lot of fear that comes with that. I mean, it's 
Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, being a whistleblower in that way. So, uh-huh. you know, these folks went anonymously to Rolling Stone so that they could issue the report. Now, Kelly Clarkson, uh, a staff member tells Variety, now there's over 200 folks who work on the Kelly Clarkson show, that Clarkson sent a video of herself with a message to the staff as the writer's strike began because they are a uh, guild signatory, letting them know that she would be covering their pay out of her own pocket for the days that they were already scheduled to work. Uh, production was set shut down on the show as the strike began. And uh, Kelly Clarkson is committed to ensuring that the show's team is made up of the best and kindness in the business. Hollywood speaking, that changes that are probably going to be happening. Yes. Yep. As they should. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Kelly, she'll, she'll, she'll do right by these folks. She will. Uh, Mm -hmm. Speaking of people doing right by other people, Taylor Swift over the weekend at her concert in Philadelphia was uh, appeared to be yelling at a security guard over a security guard's rough interaction with a fan down on the floor for show. Now, Taylor Swift was doing one of her numbers. She gestured multiple times in an attempt to defuse the situation. Eventually, during the song Bad Blood, Taylor Swift she said she is fine and that she wasn't doing anything. And then she said, hey, stop. You know, she actually yelled, hey, stop to what oh. was happening on the floor. Now, this was captured by fans on TikTok and they issued their gratitude at Taylor Swift sticking up for a fan. They said, hey, Taylor Swift, thank you from all of us on the floor for yelling at that security guard. Oh, well, maybe being too aggressive. Good yeah, good for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has what the power that? in that situation. Yeah. Oh, for sure. She says got a great view, bird's eye there. I, I wonder what happened to that person. Yeah. That's yeah. why her fans love her. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. now, 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 a pro tip, it seems. If you're going to be going to Taylor Swift's concert, these mm-hmm. things are rather intense. There's tens of thousands of people there. The fans are excited. This is over a three hour concert. I just say wear sensible shoes and be sure to drink plenty of electrolytes. Before seeing Taylor Swift in concert, okay, just you know, take that's, care of yourself. Fantastic advice, Hollywood. Yeah. To end the dirt alert <laughs> yeah. with, I love it. Uh-huh. When we come back, a special guest. Also, a little bit later, a fun announcement. Yeah, that's right. Naked Wednesday. Oh, I already uh, kind of gave it away. Yeah. Naked oh. Wednesdays. That's right. That and more. <laughs> Sorry. Look. Waxing Wednesday and Naked Wednesday, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> are they well, though? Are is. they? They I, are. I'm we, one naked. has to come before the other. Naked. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Coming up in just a little bit, a very fabulous special guest. In a matter of seconds, Alexis will introduce our mystery guest in just a minute. And then a little bit later, a fun little announcement. A little fun thing we'll tell you about. Yeah, we have some fun coming up on Friday. I know, I love it. Plural Fridays. I love it. Oh, right, right. Right, right, right. I'm going. Right, right. Uh... But Lex, take it away, my dear friend. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. My brother, Jake Thompson, he covered drag's biggest weekend ever. It's RuPaul's DragCon. It was in L.A. last weekend. And he's joining us right now. Hey, Jake. Hey. Good morning, you guys. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Thanks for waking up (laughs) soups early in L.A., Jake. No problem. I've got a coffee. I, it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, well, can we just start with what was the most fun thing, most favorite drag queen that you saw or experience over the weekend? Because you went both days. Yes. 
Yes, yes. So I was there Friday and Saturday. It was a little different than uh, years previous. They usually are for um, the whole weekend, um, including Sunday. But it was just Friday and Saturday this year. So um, the most exciting queen was I met the president of the United States, Sasha Colby. And (laughs) she was like this intergalactic alien superstar. She's just everything you you think she is and then more. So I think she was hands down my favorite. She was. Now, and you are, because you've been out there and you've been in the industry for so long, you call a lot of these fabulous queens actual friends and acquaintances. Jake, what, which queen would surprise folks the most? And what I mean by that is what queen is very different than what you would imagine given their persona on the show. Maybe they're more shy. Maybe they're, you know, what, what queen surprised you the most as you got to know them? Yeah. I mean, that it really goes back to um, my season five, you know, with my vintage girls, Alaska and Jinx. They just, I I think because they're such big personalities and they've become such household names, people kind of forget that they're just, like people and they're 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 so personable and real and like thoughtful and sweet so um yeah i don't know if queens want to be called sweet but they're just like the two nicest (laughs) in the world so um yeah they would i think i think they're the most surprising um because they kind of have these like larger than life uh personalities and alaska kind of comes off like a party girl but she's really just like the best um every time i get to have time with her she's just she remembered the last conversation we had she's ready to go and yeah so i would say alaska Holly. yeah so jake we're talking to lexus's brother jake thompson he went to rupaul's drag con in la over the weekend i have a question about the con in general now i've never been to a drag con but does a drag con have similarities to, say, a comic book con or any kind of fandom con? What, uh, what are the similarities, yeah. but what makes this drag con different than the others as well? Yeah, well, I think, in, I think the biggest thing is that it's, um, it's LGBTQ plus owned and operated. So it's like it's made for the fans, by the fans, and it's really just a celebration of self-expression. Um, I, I think it's similar in that I think everybody kind of finds their fandom like a comic book convention. Um, but I think that DragCon is specifically just, especially with everything that's going on in the world and the country right now, it just felt really um, important to be there and show my support uh, for the Queens. And, and, and this one, especially this past year, um, I just found out that they raised over $1.4 million uh, by the ACLU for the drag uh, defense fund. So I think that was wow. also a huge uh, difference huge. than the year before. So, yeah. Wow, that's huge, Jake. Do you, did you notice, because you've been uh, many years now in a row, did, did you notice increased security or was it any different in that sense? Not so much. I mean, I think the biggest difference is just that, like, how mainstream RuPaul's Drag Race has become. I think it's getting harder and harder once the girls get famous to book all of them. I mean, I think more than security, it was just uh, kind of which queens were there, what queens weren't there. Um, but, yeah, I'm I mean, getting the, gigs, huh? 
maybe the the biggest security was like that Teletubbies was there. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the Teletubbies? <laughs> the Teletubbies showed up at the kids like Playland and I was starstruck. I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty incredible. <laughs> World famous. Winky, Winky, Poe, they were all there. <laughs> Lala, isn't that one of the Teletubbies? I'm not sure. I think so, Lala. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, that's really fun to show their support. But could they book the baby that is the bowl of sunshine that introduces <laughs> in the sun? Yeah, in the, inside the sun. <laughs> I don't know if that baby son is a baby anymore. But uh, like, yeah. I, I think he's <laughs> like an adult 20 year old. Yeah, yeah. We're talking. He's playing a mortgage now. We're talking to uh, Jake Thompson, Alexis's brother. Jake, congratulations. I wanted to say, we wanted to say on your interview in Bold Journey, Jake has a link at the top of his social. And there was a passage that really, when I was reading the interview, there was a passage and an answer that really struck me. And you talked about, and I was wondering if you could elaborate a little bit. You, you talked about a moment in an office where you made an almost instant decision to not kind of um, not fall into yourself and lower yourself and and make yourself smaller. Can And, and I'm, no matter what position people have, I, I uh, there might be a, a relatable moment for people that have that. We're like, you know what? I'm I'm shrinking so other people can shine. Can you? Tell us a little bit more about that moment. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you for reading the Bold Journey article. That's so sweet. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I think it kind of just comes back to I truly believe that queer people have a superpower, and I think that we often get overlooked and we kind of make ourselves smaller just to adapt and fit in and pivot um, in this big world. And I just kind of got tired of you know, having to fine tune myself for others. And I think when you're true to yourself, you can be to, you can be true to every aspect of your life and that includes work. So, um, yeah, I just try to be a big component of self-expression and you can still get the job done, um, and still be authentic to yourself. So, uh, yeah, that's, you know, and I think that's a big extension of the con over the weekend with all the queens, I think, you know, they give me a lot of inspiration too, just by being themselves. So. Especially yeah. in this, yeah, especially in this time when the community is being turned into a boogeyman for no rational reason. So yeah. it's yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's probably really powerful to see them because at the beginning of the con, right. It's, is it always the first day when they do kind of a queen parade before they get to their booths and see the fans? Yes. Yes, yes. So actually, it starts, you know, Friday, the Friday call time came early for me. They do a ribbon cutting at 845 with RuPaul, uh, Pacific Standard Time. Okay, so you're like down at the, you're in DTLA uh, that early. And then at 1030, they do the Queen's Walk. And so it's actually really fun. They actually have like, I don't even know how many Queens it was. It was like Pokemon. There was like 150 of them and they came uh, <laughs> starting down the pink carpet. And there's so many, that, I think that's maybe the other big thing is that I think people don't realize that like after 2019, during the pandemic, the franchise really blew up and became like, it's like every country has Queens now. So yeah. um, it was really cool to see how many different ladies there are. There's so many new ones too that I, I was learning about. That's so great. Well, 
Jake, again, thanks for getting up early, and we always love your insight. And again, go to boldjourney.com and read uh, the article about Jake. It's it's so good. So, and again, congratulations on that, Jake. Yeah. Thank you so much, you guys. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. And uh, yeah, thank you again. <laughs> well, so proud of you, Jake. Love you. Love you too. Boldjourney.com. Follow Jake online mm-hmm. uh, on the socials. Yes, Jake and he does all the G. social media. Thompson. Oh, sorry. Yes, Jake G. Thompson. And he does all the social for Queerty. Yeah. That's Q-U-E-E-R-T-Y. So check that out, too. Important. And while you're reading that, drink a Bud Light. Hi, everybody. It's Jay's Live this morning for AAA Movers. I've been talking about AAA for a decade. Ten years come and gone so fast. Might as well have been dreaming. I think Paul Simon slung that one time for Oprah. But 10 years did go so fast because it's easy to talk about AAA movers. Honestly, every weekday of my life for 10 years, talking about a company I believe in. Yes, please. I used them four times before I, uh, I'm sorry, I used them once before I ever did commercials for them. And since then, I used them three other times. Holly's used them. My gal pal Lisa LaCourcier has used them. My mother has used them. They specialize in local moves. They specialize in senior moves. They are one-stop shopping. You don't need to call anyone else but AAA Movers when you're moving. Why? Well, because they can sell you moving boxes. They can help you at storage. They can lug your junk away with their partnership with junk luggers. So what are you waiting for? Call them right now. 612-588-MOVE, my talkers. Or go to AAAMovers.com. Trust them, you don't move every day, but they do. Lex, the ice cream man's here. No! <gasps> Holly. Oh, Ron the Holly. ice cream man is here. Get it! What do you want, girl? I want a bomb pop! Okay. Jason! You can't say that anymore. People are too oh. sensitive. They call it... What is it? What do they call it? I don't know. A tri-colored red, white, and blue pop. That's right. Uh, Get one of those, Holly. What do you want, Jason? A strawberry shortcake thing thing. Oh, Ooh. yeah, those good humor situations, man. Yes. I'm getting one of those Ninja Turtles with the googly <gasps> eyes. Oh, the gumball oh, eyes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. oh. You know what's so funny? I took my kid to the park, yeah. and the ice cream That's truck funny. rolled up. Well... <laughs> That I took him to the park. <laughs> yeah, that's funny in and of itself, yeah. trying to, as adults, trying to get up on that play structure. But, uh, you know, we try. Yeah. But the, the ice cream man came, oh, and yeah. my kid has no idea. The other kids started going crazy and running, and he was like, what is that annoying song? And I was like, nothing, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it, kid. Don't, Don't worry about, worry about it. it. Don't worry about it. Not right now. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking, now well, later I'll introduce him to that. Oh, man. God, it right used to be now, such a big deal in the it 80s. It was. Oh, yeah, you, had to oh run ba- you had to run back to your house yes. to oh. get the change in time for the ice cream man to stay. And then yep. you would have to flag him and be like, please stay, please stay, please stay. Yes. right there. Please. My mom's coming, please. My mom's coming with some money. Please don't go. Please don't go. Please, yeah. Or you bring a friend or you don't have enough so you have to share it. Yes. Oh, I'm going to chase down an ice cream truck this summer. You should. Oh, oh, I'm just going to run down the street. Yep. Bomb pop still exists, by the way. Oh, we can say bomb pop. Yes, we okay. can. Somebody Look, told me that you can't, that the overly sensitive folks, they changed it for some reason. Oh. So I'm just going to say it. I the, the original bomb pop, bombpop.com. Okay. There looks, we go. Looks delicious. Oh. Uh, Lexa Lulu? Yes. Take the honors, my love. Oh, my Tell gosh. Tell folks what I, we're doing. Should it be me that says this? or Okay, well, hey. Well, or I'll Holly, start it and then we'll talk to yeah. I mean, yeah. Holly's got most of the experience yes. and really brought this to the table. We have something fun that we're going to start doing on Fridays. Right, Holly? Oh, I have it. Hold on a minute. I'll oh, give you. Here we go. Here we go. You. 
Oh, no, oh. not that one. Here we go. <laughs> yes, this Friday, in the third hour of our program, we are teaming up with Trivia Mafia. Yes! To play trivia here on my talk. Yay! Yes, so we've teamed up with Trivia Mafia. They're a company around town. They facilitate trivia all over the Twin Cities and beyond, and we have partnered up with them. We're going to be playing trivia every Friday morning. Yeah! Yeah! Right after the Dirt Alert, we're going to roll right into some trivia. Now, the way that it's going to be set up, it's Team Jason and Alexis versus guests. (gasps) Yes! Yeah! Special guests. Very special guests. Oh, I'm so... That is the thing that's going to lend itself. It's it's lending itself to be so much fun because, well, every week you'll never know who's... It could be a My Talker. Mm-hmm. It could be a My Talk colleague. Yep. It could be a Victoria's Secrets model. Who knows? It could be... Yeah, uh, we could sure ask. A Minnesota Viking. Oh, yeah. It could be... Uh, Lynx player. Oh, that'd be great. Could be my favorite stripper. Well, Cookie yeah. McGee. Which one? No, yeah. Her name's Cookie McGee. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. So J- Jason and Alexis are going to be playing on a team together. And then every Friday, we're going to have a new special celebrity guest coming in and playing trivia, facing off against Jason and Alexis to see <gasps> who... Is great at trivia. Yeah. Let's be honest. Who and is going to win? And sometimes we'll do uh, special themed episodes, right? Yes. Holly? Well, yeah. Yeah. So we're doing special theme episodes. Now, our theme, our theme for trivia here at My Talk, of course, is going to be pop culture centered. Yeah. You know, we're not going to be asking weird geography questions only in it, as much as it relates to episodes of Dallas or Seinfeld or something like that. <laughs> oh, no crafting of the 18th no, century? No. no, I'm sorry. We're not going to be asking anything like that. But uh, we do have a theme all <gasps> set and ready to go. For oh, this okay. Friday. Okay, here we go. Let me give it to yeah. you. This Friday, our inaugural Trivia Mafia Mind Talk trivia theme is 90s pop culture. Yeah! Oh, yes! 90s pop culture trivia. Oh, that's going to be fun. Oh, mm-hmm. that's going to be a blast. The 90s are so hot right now. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Think of Very all the things hot. that you could be asked about. Jurassic Park, the Spice Girls, Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince, Janet Jackson. That's right. Why am I blanking on the night? Nirvana. Oh boy, you got Green a lot of work Day. to do. You got a lot of work to do, Alexis. Oh, That's right. yeah. Black Hole Sun, Full House, TGIF on ABC. Uh huh. Yes. And Clark. Mm hmm. Seinfeld, Friends. Yep. Oh. Oh, so much. So many possibilities. Let alone the fashion. Lion King. Oh, God, the fashion. Windbreakers. Yeah, stirrup yeah. pants. Oh, body suits. Very, 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 very thin eyebrows for women. Oh, yeah. that was uh-huh. a thing. The JTT yeah. butt bowl cut. Oh, yeah. Didn't we all have that? Mm-hmm. Olestra snack chips that gave you extreme diarrhea. Ooh. Oh, wait. We might not be asking about that. Yeah. Wow. 
said so on the bag. Why didn't we listen? Why, Why did we listen? Did we not listen to the bag? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's going to be happening 8.30. <laughs> yeah, they warned this, us. What? This Friday, 90s pop culture trivia. Uh, we're partnering with Trivia Mafia to do this every Friday on Jason and Alexis in the morning, and we are very excited. Sponsored by Alestra Snack Chips. <laughs> It goes out as quickly as it goes in. Get That's a wet white That's going to do it for us today. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. <laughs> Wear that diaper if you need to. Well, after all, Lestra. I mean, I mean right. You ate Seriously. the chips. But they were Now you made girl. the dip. <laughs> oh, on that note, we love you. Goodbye. <laughs>